Digital ministry, is it really the way the church should go? Well, we're going to talk with a gentleman that has experience in both worlds next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other resources for your life and ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. And it's another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. This is episode number 417. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey, what's happening today? Um, I don't know. We have a new guest. So excited about this podcast. All right. You're excited about it. Well, we'll we'll get to him uh, in, in, in about a half hour or so. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We'll get to him in, in a moment or so. Uh, I do want to say, and I'm looking forward to, to uh, speaking with him as well. Uh, we do have a webinar coming up. <laughs> it seems like every, every podcast we do, we talk about a webinar coming up and we have another one. We do. It is. Uh, what's the date on that? February. If you were going to ask me for the, the name, I would get with that right, yeah, but well, I'm not sure I'd get the date yeah. right. So it's February 13th and it's 12 noon. And the name of it is? Uh, it's uh, Equipment Recommendations for Streaming. That, that so is something too, along this line. Too short of a title. We need a longer title. All right. So, so yes, yeah, so we're going to walk through um, our recommendations and a process that churches should follow to identify what's going to be right for them for their streaming equipment yeah because yeah. we are a streaming company and this webinar can be uh, you can you can reserve your seat you can do it right now if you want just don't don't go away from our podcast we want you to hear us but uh, you can go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv and you can sign up for the webinar and yeah we're a streaming company and uh, we don't sell equipment but we can certainly recommend some things and as steve said recommend maybe a process on how you can do that how you can go about uh, you know, getting equipment that might be a good fit for your church. So webinar.streamingchurch.tv. And while you're there, there's a link that you could also click on to uh, check out some of our past webinars. Uh, we did one on, what did we do one on last month? Was it encoders or something? What was? What did we do? I forgot. What was it in January? We Begin did? <laughs> Beginner's Guide to Streaming. Oh, yeah, that was How yeah. quickly you forget. I can't. I, we were just talking earlier about, you know, when you get to my, be my age, you, you know, you don't really even remember your name. All right. So let's just jump into this. Enough of this foolish banter. Uh, our next guest is a serial entrepreneur, which is better than a serial killer. Uh, he's got over a decade of startup experience uh, working with master crafters, web geniuses and virtual collaborators he is uh well he is a founder is the guard i guess he is still the, the founder of guardians gold uh, also the chairperson or at least he was we'll get into that a little bit more but what he really is what we're really going to talk to him about is he's the new uh big shot at church.digital and you might say what is church.digital well you're going to find that out so please welcome bernie Mapali, Mapali is that how you want to say it? I want to say <laughs> Mapali. You did it so good. What happened? Well, there you go. There you had you go. it. Yeah. So, 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 say it again. How, how do you say it, Bernie? Uh, for the internet, let's just use Romans. I, I just use. Uh, I drive all things towards my Romans brand on the internet. 
but uh, right. so Bernie, Bernie Roman is my real name. So is I, it Bernie so, Romans or just no, Romans? No, no, no. It's just, just Romans. It's like Madonna, but yeah. for a guy. It's just Romans, like the book. Like Lady Gaga or something? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That's uh, two words. <laughs> so, so Mapelian, right? Mapelian? Yeah. Okay. Nailed All it. Right. That's all right. me. All right. Well, I got that one because I, I kept saying it earlier as Mapoli, but uh, that's because I heard somebody else call you Mapoli. But anyhow, it's Bernie Roman. All right. So Bernie. <laughs> Romans. Romans. Bernie Romans. Bernie. No, uh, Bernie. The Romans, no, it's so the Romans close. All right, yeah, so it's we're, just uh, Romans. We're we're out of time. It's been thanks for being with us. All right, so uh, so you're in you're in Orlando, Florida, right? Bernie? Absolutely. All right, well, I got that right. Okay, so so let's uh, let me turn it over to Steve because he really was anxious to talk to you, and uh, was really upset that that you wouldn't respond to my emails. Uh, yes. But, but then we found out so, that you're a CPA, so that's why you're busy. So. Uh, but anyhow, uh, enough of me. I'm going to step away from this. So, so give us a little background on Romans. What's uh, what's the yeah. history there? Yeah, Romans is my gamer tag. Um, it's it's what I've always used in the gaming space, and it turned into what I use in the content creation space, where I was helping folks navigate that. So, I think uh, your next webinar actually is really great. Um, so, I've just been using Romans the past four years, and as I have to tell people what I do on the internet, uh, stepping from behind the backstage. You have to tell people who you are. And I've just always loved being a private citizen. I've always loved not trying to garner fame under my own actual real name. So I, I just, since Romans is how people know me on the internet already, I'm like, why not I just use that as my internet personality name? Uh, so you'll, you'll see that going forward. So even... Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh Sorry. no, no. That that you'll see it on LinkedIn because I have to do one of those, even though I'm not a fan of LinkedIn, but it's just necessary for business. If you are any business, LinkedIn is just what you have to do, whether it's for Jesus or not. Uh, and on social media platforms, you'll see Romans. And then whenever I'm on people's shows like this situation or anywhere else, I'll I'll usually drive towards Romans. So. Yeah. Well, I can really relate. So, gamer world, what game? Or is there a particular game? Uh, the one that so ten for ten years, I didn't game because I I did like typical adult things, building businesses and all that. Uh, but when I came back, Destiny Two was my game. That oh, okay, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, or with... Destiny was the first one that I got back into. Are you familiar with Rocket League? Rocket League. So I missed the entire Rocket League era because it was when it was during my not gaming years but yeah i know it, i know it well today i'm i'm, you, I'm not good at it but. you heard of a guy named fear uh sounds familiar that is i mean speaking of your 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 internet names that's my son's um name and he is a um commentator broadcaster promoter for on um for rocket league so really, he, he calls the games. Yeah, he's um, he's become somewhat of a personality. Um, he said that he's you know they'll have uh, these like international conferences, and there's, he he's, he had sent a picture of me of him with a line of people waiting for his autograph. So, wow! <laughs> so he's like he's not used to the whole celebrity bit of it. So yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he calls uh, Rocket League games, and then. Um, and and so he's um he's been uh on the 
I don't know what you'd call it, the like the sports desk, you know, where uh, they've got Jimmy Johnson and all these guys talking. He's been he's, on sports he's desk. For, yeah, he's, he's for, a commentator, he's, right? He's a commentator, but they have the they'll have the the sports desk of commentators um, at some of the big um, gaming, you know, broadcast televised events. And he got invited a while back to be on that. It's kind of funny. Um, Maybe it'd be fun to introduce him to the to the face of Fortnite because I'm friends with that guy who commentates. He's like top five of uh, for a while. He was like number one. But, you know, Fortnite keeps growing and growing. So oh, now yeah. they need more than one person. But his name is Monster D face and he's the face or was the face of Fortnite or probably still is. Take that back. And it'd be fun to have your son and him because they're both like the faces of a video game. Right. Yeah, he or the yeah. voice or however you want to say that. So it'd yeah. be fun to have your son and him uh, chatted up and both industry experts making yeah. a living, uh, yeah. Yeah. making a living doing video games. How crazy is that? Yeah, and yeah, he's crazy. not playing, but he's calling them. So yeah, it's yeah. So fun. your son isn't a supersonic. He's not like top tier. That's the highest. He's uh, no, I mean, within the game, no, he's not a he's not a player. He's the commentator. So he's become right, right. right. But yeah. sometimes to be a commentator, you have to be good at it. I was just curious. Yeah, he's he's he's, um, <laughs> he, he's told me I think he's like top, you know, definitely top five percent, maybe yeah. top one percent players, which is you know, but that's not that's not in the money, you know, that's not yeah. at the level where people can make a living. That where he's calling the people that are making a living, he's calling their games. If your son hears this, I think Supersonics are like point three. There's some crazy oh, they are. like that. Okay. But yeah, no, he's not. He's but not Rocket there. League is still super healthy of a game. It's it's commanding <laughs> high school, college scholarships. It's yeah. It's a well, good, we have, good game to be known for. We have lost everybody. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, let's talk no, more about the games. <laughs> I'm sure our target audience is really hanging on every word here. <laughs> <laughs> let's go back. So right. give us a little more background on on Romans slash Bernie, um, what's your personal, professional, spiritual perspective on, you know, what's, what's your journey been? Yeah. Uh, so from a professional aspect, praise God, he's been, he's allowed me to own a few businesses that have let me pour into the Jesus space uh, half the year. So January through June, I am a typical business guy who runs an accounting practice in Orlando but July through December, I'm off to work for the Lord. And so I spend that time looking for anyone who wants unsolicited advice and no, no strings attached. There's no money play, equity ask, anything like that. Even in the church digital, when we, when we get into that discussion, uh, I was only there to help. Uh, and Jeff Reed, who runs it and founded it, he actually looked for me as a break and wanted a vacation. He wanted like a, a quick break through 23 and 24. So uh, I took control of it, not because I wanted it, but because he, he wanted a little bit of a, of a brain check work on his marriage and all that a little sabbatical. That's what they call it. So, so give and, us the background on the church digital. So it's, you know, the church digital. Yeah. If the, you want to find it. Yeah. The church digital is the website and it has two main purposes. The first one is disciple making. Uh, its whole process around how it does what it does is trying to take uh, these folks' program, New Thing, Dave Ferguson, based out of Illinois, 
huge church out there. No. So new thing is this large. So new thing is this large disciple making entity that works globally. It's in every continent in the world and, and just disciples making disciples and they do it normally in the traditional way, person to person. Uh, so through the relationship with Jeff, they've allowed us to, what was it look like if we take their material and turn it digital so that it, you can use it anywhere digitally. And so that's our disciple making process. Basically their content turned digital, uh, because they still do it in analog, which nothing's wrong with analog, but as we all know, post COVID or pre COVID or thanks to COVID, if you will, digital is viable. What's the model there? What's the base model? Is it, um, is it do, I mean, we have a thing going on at our church that they have started where um, you um, go through a class and then you've got to mentor someone through the same class. And it's a, like a 12 week class and you sponsor, you know, you, you become a, a disciple to, you know, someone else. And, and the, the idea is that you're multiplying disciples going through this class. What's the, what's the model at, the church digital. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. Uh, we're trying to boil it down from below 12 weeks to six weeks. And the premise is showing that everyday Christians can do the Great Commission, that you don't, it's not the pastor's job to evangelize the world or to disciple each other, iron sharpening iron. You don't have to have a theological degree, uh, but creating those safeguards, right? So we don't get off the rails and get theologically off track. And But it's everything you said is exactly the same. Oh. There's a, a leader goes through the content that they've developed that new thing that helps train you. So by the end, you are confident and you could lead others. Uh, It's the same model where usually through the six week, well, right now, I think it's three months, but uh, through the three month process, by the end, you'd hopefully identify at least one person who could teach the next class with or without you, depending on level of confidence in either person to do so. And that's how disciples make disciples, right? If if I lead and then that same person teaches another one to a new group and the person who's in your class teaches another one, your cohort, and that's uh-huh. how it multiplies out. So, and are the class sizes, um, well, what's the, let's say I'm, I, you know, we have people listening and they say, oh, that sounds great. I want to, I want to sign up, you know, people are in my church and maybe start with my elders or or what, what's, what's the commitment level? What's the cost? What's the, what's it look like? Yeah. So the beautiful thing on cost is that it's always free. We've no intention to ever charge for any of this. It's for the Lord. Uh, it's what excited me in the first place. Cause I, I'm looking for ways to not make money. Making money isn't the point serving God and finding folks to either to know God in the first place or be trained up. Um, so that, that really is the church.digital. So how do you sign up? You go to the website and you, you'll sign up, which we have a new website launching soon, literally a week away, a couple days away. Uh, I should have put the link. I'll put the link in our chat internally, and then you can share it as you see fit. Okay. Um, actually, so, it'll, it, yep. Go ahead. Go ahead I'm go. sorry. Sorry, Roman. So yeah. I just was going to jump in here when you were done. If I'm a pastor listening to this podcast, uh, how does this work for me in my church? I've got 150 people. Uh, I mean, you know, how how do I integrate that? Uh, is it something I really want, uh, or is it is it going to you know am I going to be afraid that well wait a minute if 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 my people are going to a different thing how does that going to affect things? You, you get what I'm asking? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think, so the question is, is this an analog experience or is it a digital one? I think the example you gave is more of like an analog church, 150 in person in a local city, reaching their people, their flock is their zip code. Everyone within five miles of your church is your audience. So in that experience, I wouldn't recommend the church.digital because that is, uh, the church.digital, it's it's more of a magnet online, right? Your people are scattered. Uh, our last session had five continents on it. So I don't, three continents, not five. Um, a couple folks are in the same continent. Just It was coincidence that a few people were in Africa, even though they're different parts of Africa. But um, so it, it's just tailored to your audience. But there are some churches that are also digital, right? They they do both. It's hybrid. In those situations, it does make sense. So if you're fully analog and you only do things analog, you probably aren't ready to experience things digital. But the whole world has gone digital. So just the analog model, you're running toward, you're, you're on a ra railroad tracks that eventually will end somewhere. So either you're going to switch tracks to the hybrid model or switch tracks even further and go digital. But uh, I would always say that digital is unavoidable, right? It's as unavoidable as a television, the telephone, your, the phone, the mobile phone. It's just the next step in uh, technological advancement. Like you have to sure. accept digital. So the the you you mentioned in twelve week maybe going to six weeks is that five days a week several hours a day what's, what's no it's the... just it it's one it's one meeting a week and then there's content to to take during the week at your own pace mm -hmm. uh, obviously the more engaged you are the better results right uh, go, garbage in garbage out the more you're yeah. willing to put in the more you're willing to get out uh, some folks are very equipped they just need to understand a little bit of as an example, a DMM model or DBS model, and they just need a little bit, a little bit of context, right? Like if you're, if you feel something hot, you're like, oh, that's hot. But once you're told that hot thing is called fire, you now you understand the context of how to use it. So it's, instead of being afraid of the hot thing, now you understand how fire works, right? Combustion and all that wood. And you're like, oh, okay, I understand how fire works. And then you can share it. So that's really all we're trying to do is share and put things into context. You know, that thing you're doing at the coffee shop, you know, if you pivot a little bit and actually invite them onto an online community so you can continue the conversation, it can lead to you somewhere. So even from, so let's take your example of the analog church. Imagine like, how do I do this? If you meet someone, after you converse with them, what happens after? Do you have to wait till next Sunday to continue the conversation? For a, for a fresh interaction, waiting till next Sunday, you might as well, you're kind of hoping it random, it's more like random chance, but you can have intentionality behind it and say, yeah, I won't see you till next Sunday, but you can, you can contact me here on this website. Mm -hmm. If you have any more further questions, I, I love talk. If you want to do lunch, you can actually schedule a time to chat there. And that's not even a pastor talking. That can just be a lay person. You don't have to, again, it's all about not making the pastor have to do everything right. That the, the harvest is plentiful, but the pastors are few. <laughs> So, so I can see, um, I can understand kind of how I go to a, through a class and that what's the typically, um, you know, if I, I sign up for this, how many, how many uh, fellow people in the class will there be typically? Yes. We keep it as small as possible. So, okay. uh, eight would be eight is ideal. 10 is good. If we're reaching 20, we must have run out of teachers for some reason. So we, okay. 10 is usually the goal I would say overall. All right. Uh, and because so, there's a intentional connection we're trying to make, not just farm it out and 
go as fast as possible. So I can see, you know, Zoom meetings or that sort of thing, you know, during the the session kind of sounds very much like what we're doing at our church. I, I thought my my pastor was brilliant, but it sounds like he may have just borrowed a model. <laughs> but well, uh, I, I, there's no there's no way to say we, you know, we're not the first. This is it. the funny thing is, it's just it's common sense. It's what we used to yeah. do in the coffee shop. We're just doing digitally. Yeah. So your pastor solved the same thing like we all did, just like we all solved it before going into the coffee shop. No one thought of that. It was just like, oh, that's a, I like coffee. Let's just talk there. So, so let's say I'm going through the class and then I run into somebody or I've, I've been through the class. I assume there's a, a, a forum or some tools at the church digital where you say, carry on this conversation there. Am I in a big chat room? What's the, what's that, the church digital environment for communicating with others like, or yeah, is, am so, I misreading it? No, no, that's exactly it. So our traditional model to, we have a network on a uh, mighty networks, which is basically like Facebook, but not Facebook it, for the, for the audience in mind. So we have a community on there. Um, I, I'm not good with the exact number count, but let's say it's over a thousand folks are in there and they're in smaller groups. So if you were in a cohort, you'd be in a private group with just yours, you know, 10 people. And you'd be in there building community and, you know, iron sharpening iron and seeing what it's like to, what you're experiencing through there is really what it takes to build community online. You By the end of it, you should feel connected with the other folks and just see how easy it is. And asynchronous is a big deal. If we want folks to understand it's asynchronous, and not like if you get a text message on your phone and you don't immediately reply to that text message within moments, usually the other person is very concerned, you know, unless it's mm -hmm. your children and they just ignore you on purpose. But mm -hmm. if it's an actual friend that you're, you know, you, you have normal conversations with, uh, you, act, you want a reply now. But what we're trying to show through this asynchronous does not mean immediacy. It means recency, but not immediacy. You should eventually... So for Mighty Networks, the process would be at least once a day, just check in, see how it's going. Anytime during the day. It's not every, not every, the same time every day, but create a routine. And, and it's a little bit of habit forming. That's kind of why we were doing it over a longer number of weeks. But we've realized, I think we need to shrink it down um, because the retention isn't there. You know, after you're doing something 12 weeks, you lose people. And why are we losing people? Because they're losing interest. And are we going to lose quality if we shorten the time horizon? And that's what we're experimenting with now. I think the next one is going to be six weeks and we're going to see how, how that looks. Is that too short? Maybe we need to make it eight, but. So uh, let's rewind a little bit. Um, sure. This got started by Jeff Reed and how long ago kind of give us that origin story of this whole thing. Yeah. So uh, I think his claim to fame is he was the guy banging the digital drum to the churches before COVID. I would say somewhere 2014 through 2018, he was out there trying to tell churches they got to take, they got to consider this digital thing, consider streaming on the internet, consider engaging their own flock on internet, engaging others. And then COVID happened. And I think that he was in the right place, right time where when COVID happened, obviously people were asking who knows anything about this? Oh, there's this crazy guy, Jeff. He's been telling everyone since 2014 to consider. Maybe he knows something. And so I think he went on the circuit just through churches needed an immediate solution, right? Church, churches were shut down. 
And he was finally able to speak what he's been saying. A little bit of what John the Baptist moment, right? You're just telling people the Lord is you know, preparing the way for the Lord. Um, so, yeah. And I think since then, he's uh, been going hard at it, trying to convince churches that it's not an or, it's an and. Right? It's it's not like st stop doing your Sunday mm -hmm. service. No, no. Do that and engage them online. Allow them to speak to you during the week and not necessarily to the pastor, which you can create structure, right? I, and to so many churches, the pastor is just everything. Janitor, accountant, worship leader, name it, kitchen, cook. So, uh, so uh, I was going to give, I'm taking a break, let Phil jump in here, but uh, you didn't, you were, you were right on it. You got a, a question or I, okay, I got We've more. We've been on this podcast for so many years and we still can't figure out when <laughs> each other should talk. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just kind of sitting back listening to this. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I do think that uh, it's definitely, you know, what you were saying, Romans, it's it's the way to go, you know. I mean, if people are online, and these generations that are coming up, coming up, that's where they're at. So you need to be where they're at. Jesus always went where the people were at. His apostles, disciples, they went to where the people were gathered, and they're gathered online today. Yeah. Yeah. Is there? Go ahead, Bernie. Oh no, no, I was just going to piggyback on that. I'll, I'll just say this: that you know, everyone on this call, we are the end of a generation that knew the world before the internet. Everyone after us, my kids included, only know a post-digital world. They can't understand what that book, that yellow book, that big thick book in the corner <laughs> is, right? They're like, why would you have that? Don't you have Google? I'm like, that's called a phone book, kids. <laughs> it had everyone's numbers in there, everyone. But uh, so if the church doesn't get on, it'll just be another cultural leap that the whole world will move and the church will be yet again left behind, like wondering, why doesn't anyone go to church anymore? Because yeah. they're on, they're digital now. And where are the churches? They're not digital. So why would you expect people to be there? So are there some accomplishments that stick out to you uh, since the church digital has come along? that um come to mind any you know stories successes anything that you could share with us that you... yeah yeah as being ceo for the past 120 days there's just so many great stories <laughs> there's individual <laughs> stories individual hero moments of folks really believing like the the most common com comment we'll get is i can't believe it's this easy to share christ or i can't believe it's this easy to do it online. I thought this would take all of my time and it, it's not, it's just intentional time. I think the biggest commitment is intentionality and not just throwing up random posts. Oh, look, I'm live. I'm live. I did a little random post. It, there's authenticity is the biggest thing that matters when you do things on the internet. And a lot of folks think it's quantity. It's actually quality to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. And to, unless you're trying to hit critical mass and then there's, there's parameters there's algorithms, there's there's science to it where qu quantity matters. But for most churches, it's mostly about the micro community and micro community demands authenticity. Just tell me what you are and tell me what you believe and tell me why I should believe it and tell me why you believe it. it it's such common sense. It's, it's again, just taking what we used to do in the coffee shop or at a sports thing or wherever we would find commonality with someone else. And just lifting that, taking that same interest, but 
putting it on the internet and and just doing it in a place where you find interest. Like if you love if you love farming, there is a community board out there of people who also love farming who don't know Jesus. Does that mean you go to the farming community and start telling them they need to get saved and know Jesus? No, but you tell them you're a farmer too. You build relationship with them. And somewhere along the way, they're going to ask you the questions that open the door to Jesus. And, and that's like the most indirect, less obtrusive way to do it. And it's doing it in a place that you naturally would gravitate towards. We used to go to the coffee shop. Now I go to farmchristian.com, which I don't even know if it's a website, mm. but they go there yeah. and you just hang out or just farm farmer.com, right? It doesn't have to explicitly have the word Christian in everything we do, right? They'll know it's by our works, not just by our words alone. So is the, is the training material um, apologetics centered or what's the meaning? Is uh, it, is it how to defend my faith or? No, or I think it... it creates safeguards to control the conversation. So when folks go, Hey, so are, are aliens Christian too? Like you can just, you can use the skills and tactics we've taught you to maybe just those aren't really like that. That's something to talk about. Maybe on the one, one versus one conversation is that really worth, is that really worth fighting on the hill for? Um, so I would say it's mostly, so the, the model I like, it teaches various models of how to run the class, run the cohort. I personally like the DBS model, the discovery Bible model where you just, you, you explore the Bible and you don't have to be a theological, uh, you know, you don't have to be apologetics, even though I love apologetics. I was chasing a master's in it. So I love apologetics myself. So I'd probably lean that way, but I know it's supposed to be presented in a way that the everyday Christian can disciple others by letting the Bible tell you what it's saying and trying to teach them ways to make sure are you are you are you implying there or is that just just read it plainly what is it exposing out of itself so i guess there's some exposition out of it some practice there on how to expose it versus you know folks want to you know infer was it eisegesis we definitely want to stay with eisegesis if we can um so you said it's free there's obviously yep. some costs how are the how's the the cost covered from the church digital yeah, thanks. Well, it's, you know, like this podcast, I'm being paid to be here today. So, uh, no, the, the not other much, but you're getting paid. <laughs> no, hey. you're not, you're not by us. Maybe somebody else is paying you. The, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, there you um, go. treasures in heaven. Um, th so the second or third purpose of the church, uh, the church digital is to help churches do things digitally. So we have a, a range of consultants that offer services um but it's never really so we separate the worlds if you're here for disciple making and you want to learn how to be a disciple maker that's the only world you need to know about the church.digital the other side of the world though it is um uh, basically consulting various experts we have grief experts and just various experts on how to do things digitally we have a vr expert uh web consulting business all that exists under church.digital we just we're willing to help organizations that need that. So if you were like saying, I want to go digital, what do I do? You'd have a, you'd have a conversation. We talk about what do you mean by digital? Cause everyone says a word, but it could mean completely different. Some, some churches like, Oh, I just want to put my service. I just want to put my service on the internet. What a great podcast you're listening to. I know a couple of guys who know everything about that, <laughs> but there's other things that you want to do and we can help you with that. 
And okay. Then... So there's consulting services for, you know, I don't know if Phil mentioned or not, but our audience is, you know, typically going to be churches, pastors, probably tech leaders um, within the church, volunteer leaders and stuff. So there would be, this would be a resource for them. If there's an area that they're not particularly strong in, then they could reach out and I guess for a fee, um, after an, an, an evaluation work with you guys to, to fill the gap. Is that kind of, yeah, right. It's a lot of resetting expectations, really understanding what is it that when you say you want to go digital, what in your words, what do you mean by that? Cause it, it can mean many things. And for most folks, uh, most traditional churches, everything you guys do is what they need. It's those folks who want to reach level two, level three, that might need a little bit more guidance. And then those folks should reach out to us. Okay. And, and how so, do they reach out to you? We're running out of time here, yeah. although we can keep going, but uh, wh how, how, what's the best way to get a hold of you and how can they, you know, connect? Yeah. The church.digital is the actual website. It's not .com or .anything. Um, and that rebranded website literally will launch in a week. Uh, j just go there and you can click the button. There's many buttons to click on free, free content and contact us and we will meet, um, we consult with various churches across the U.S. and just help them in various ways. Some folks need help with digital marketing. Other folks need help with their website. Other folks need help with um, disciple making. So, yeah. So um, before we go here, let me just clarify something for my own benefit here. We were talking earlier about the analog church and then the digital. And you mentioned the analog's going away. But don't you think the hybrid model is 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 still important. And, and from my experience, and again, I'm not as young as you are, but I would think that I I crave relationship with people. And, you know, I would like to get together with people physically, maybe not a whole bunch of them, but a few of them, you know, to, to connect. I mean, don't you think people are still, even though digital is the way to go, don't they still want to meet with other people? Well, so my, my line is if you do digital right, it will always result in an analog ex experience. Okay. So yeah, hybrid is 100. It, it's, it's, it's always going to be an and conversation. It's just a lot of folks believe it's an or. We're either analog or we're digital. We can't do hybrid or both. And I think those are the folks who are going to find that. Why is no one here? Yeah. Be because, and, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I, and that you're just repeating a mantra that we have, you know, that, um, streaming your service is, is just a bridge to bring people in to your church community. So it's a really good way to allow people to participate digitally. And, but the goal should be to, to have them, um, coming in through the doors. So. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So. Some of my fondest relationships have all started digital and we eventually meet in person and it's like mm -hmm. a brother you've known for seven years. How do you yeah. do that? because digital is real relationships too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're uh, we're out of time, or at least out of our scheduled time. Um, so people can go to church. Uh, I'm getting the glasses on the church.digital, right? That's the one. Okay. And Give me a week and it'll be me. live. It'll look fresh. Okay. Well, good. Well, I'll just tell people that. So, all right, good. Uh, so our guest today has been Romans. And uh, we're glad that uh, you spent some time with us today. Uh, we really are. We'd like to get to know you a little bit better. So we'll we'll try to go on the church digital and just talk to you there. Yeah. See you there. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you, Mr. Steve Lacey. Uh, glad to be here. And uh, 
most of all, thank you folks for spending some time with us on the Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, uh, Subscribe if you get a chance. Tell your friends about us and uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And we'll catch you again next time on another episode of the Church Solutions. I'm Phil Thompson.